I know how difficult it is to do those sponsorships. How did you pull that off? And was Amazon just cool with that? The bar to not pointing lasers in your eye is pretty low, you know? <laughs> That's why it's hard for me to like actually work with people. As much as I like would like to do collaborations, it's just like I just have this brain dead style of filming and editing stuff that makes it difficult. Here's a really important question, Michael. What is poggers? I don't understand poggers. <laughs> How do you manage to convince your friends to keep trying out these systems that you invent? What sets offline TV apart from the other uh, creator conglomerates and, and what makes it a continued success? Hey, welcome to the Create Unknown. I am Kevin Lieber. This is the home of Make Something Mean Something. We are live on Discord with our amazing patrons. And I'm also with, as always, Matthew Tabor, who's going to fill you in on the details of our guest. Our guest is somebody who is requested about every seven minutes in the Discord server and has been for uh, a year and a half that we've had the Discord up and running. Uh, and so there's been a lot of time to think about what this episode would mean once we once we finally did it. And uh, this morning it hit me that at a certain point, historians of science will have to study a transition and they will see the gentle grandfatherly Mr. Wizard of the 1960s, uh, his science show on TV, to the looser, goofy, bow-tied Bill Nye of the 90s. And then they're going to see things like uh, like Vsauce with, with Michael, Kevin, and Jake. And that, then, they, then they're going to see something else happen. There will be a freakish mutation in what was a fairly linear evolutionary chain. It'll have have to explain Michael Reeves. Michael Reeves is the quintessential mad scientist of YouTube. Uh, science on YouTube and engineering and all of that in 2020, people think of what he's doing. Three years ago, he jumped on the scene with a robot that shines a laser in your eye, and, and he basically hasn't looked back since. He's got over 5 million subscribers now and more than a quarter billion with a B views. His blend of Smooth brain humor and galaxy brain engineering and coding uh, has brought us videos like a Roomba that screams when it bumps into stuff. 19 million views on that. I built a surgery robot. 13 million views there. And electrocuting my muscles to force me to dab. 10 million views on that. At one point, he was living with fellow engineering wizard and create unknown alumnus William Osman. Uh, and another great video that came out of that was William designing an, uh, a carpet that would shock Michael, give him uh, an electrical shock when he stomped on it too hard. He now lives in the offline TV house alongside massive streamers, Pokemane and Lily, Ch Lily Pichu. Uh, and he's been Twitch streaming as well. So to start this off, Michael, the question is, how are these historians of science and engineering going to explain you. 
I hope they don't. <laughs> Just a fart in the wind not remembered would be also all right by me. <laughs> You'd rather they just really, uh, they just uh, put you as as a footnote of a footnote of a footnote in in yeah media. some Wikipedia yeah put me in the MLA format put me in the bibliography at the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean it I doesn't seem like that different like what I'm doing like compared to I don't know there's like a lot of I mean it's like a logical place to go right like Simone Yetch was is doing did like a bunch of crazy robots and like she still does and. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Put me in the footnotes. Well, you say it, it It doesn't seem that different. I mean, did you ever watch Mr. Wizard, where the big thing is like taking an old milk bottle and dropping a match in it so it would suck an egg in? I mean, that, that's... Yeah, I, I didn't watch that. I was Bill Nye. I, yeah. I, I did that thing, like I did that as like a, as a kid. I, I definitely did a bunch of like some of those little weird things, but no, Mr. Wizard, I have no fucking idea who that is, but Bill Nye, yes. We're, we're way too old. <laughs> it was way, 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 way before your time, man. Like, um, a solid decade or two, really, oh, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's two before decades before yeah. he was born, because, yeah, it was kind of before our time. Real quick, uh, Matt, can you please explain uh why michael what did you say it was like the uh like a tornado warning why you sound the way you yeah. do and also maybe we could paint a picture for because uh, everyone in the uh discord right now all of our patrons can see us live oh, you yeah. can if you're just listening to it so you can't see the sun setting on matt <laughs> as we speak yeah and also yeah, figuratively and like, really like the tin can with the string wrapped on the end of it um that you're speaking through so we had a hailstorm and i just looked at, at my video i'm pretty dark for the patrons aren't i uh yeah we just had a hailstorm which uh knocked out power knocked out internet um i am on a mobile hotspot i have a bit of battery life in the old macbook uh and so yeah the sun is setting i, I set up next to a window that would give me a little bit of light uh and i thought this time would come quite a bit later but you know i have um i have oil lamps for these kinds of occasions and i you know i said that Let's see oh so yeah i don't know if you could hear the match strike but yeah i'm firing up the the oil lamp so that i can see and hopefully the patrons can see me but this is how dedicated we are uh-huh. nothing can stop us <laughs> no i like the vibe it's giving off a good tomber i like the lone <laughs> flickering light no, but it doesn't mean I, I don't have the mic and the decent recording. So yeah, I'm going to sound a little, little scuffed today. <laughs> yeah. but, but you did just light a lamp that looked like you're about to be visited by the the ghost of future past, Christmas past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Some Ebenezer Scrooge style <laughs> lighting. Uh, well, going I had on. those lamps all over the house, you know, and and somebody was in here uh, months ago, and we're like, oh, I, I really liked that that throwback decor. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, the lamps. This is like, functional. Yeah. I was like, no, that, that's for when the power goes out. And and I need to be able to see. Like, you can tell they're half full of oil because I burned the first half like two months ago. So, yeah. No, we're lit up now. Now the patrons can see my face. We're being, uh, yeah, powered by powered by oil and, and no electricity right now. So here we are. <laughs> cool. Well, it looks great. Uh, it's great to have you uh, with this uh technology as limited as it is right now you're still able to beam into us which is 
an amazing thing. Now, Michael, I have to ask you, first of all, about the laser baby. And oh, yeah. And here's why. Here, here is maybe a weird way to take this. But as the, uh, the fellow YouTuber, this is kind of one of the ways in which I processed that video. So that video was amazing is number one. Number two is that it was a dedicated brand video for The yeah. Boys Season 2 on Amazon Prime. Okay. Sure was. Yeah. Um, without getting too far into the details, I had a recent deal <laughs> that was a dedicated brand deal on Vsauce 2 that did not go very well. Um, That's crazy how those cannot go well. There's like probably very little that I, I can divulge about why, but at, like, ultimately, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what I can say like legally about it, but it didn't go well for you me. Could temporarily fire me. Then I could just say whatever. And then you could just hire me back when I'm done. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's a pretty good idea. Um that's funny you say that. I, I had a very I had an, a very interesting experience and I am in the same boat as you where I'm like I I wanna say stuff, but I don't also don't know legally how much I can say about it. Well and I'm a like I I don't want to just get like, like it's done and I just don't want to like reopen shit, you know? But my point uh, here was going to be that I thought quite honestly that you handled that masterfully. Like I know how difficult it is to do those sponsorships and the way that you did it. So, so to back up a second, um, for my perspective, the way that you handled it so well was that you kind of made fun of the fact throughout the video that it was sponsored. So it, was, it almost felt like you were in on the joke. You were very self-aware about it. There wasn't any sort of smoke and mirrors or sleight of hand as to the fact that it was kind of a commercial. And to yeah, me, that yeah. took so much of the wind out of people's like annoyance with that sort of video. Like, how did you pull that off? And was Amazon just cool with that? Like, they're never cool with stuff like that. How did that work? So, um, well, for, I like, I, I really hate seeing <laughs> those kind of videos. And usually how I make videos, is I just like, I, I try to make something where like, I would enjoy watching because I watch a lot of YouTube. Like, I know what I like. I know what like, sometimes is like cringy. And like, a lot of the time, the cringy things are like the full sponsored video. And it's like, I get it. Like, I understand doing it. Like, um, you gotta, you gotta get sponsors sometimes. That's important. But a lot of times it's cringe. So like it takes a it took like a lot of like revision and shit to like get it to the point where it didn't feel like that. And I I don't I just like personally would feel weird doing like a kind of disingenuous um thing. So they were all right with it to an extent. There were some things that were good and they were good with and some things they weren't good with. Um yeah, yeah. I'm. I also don't know how much I'm allowed to say about that. Were there things that you had <laughs> like, to cut legally, out? Legally. There, there were. I think I can say that. I, I don't think I can say what they were, but I can say that there were things I I did have to cut out. And we went through, I would say, a f quite a few revisions to get to a point where like they could stomach what I was <laughs> what I was putting down. <laughs> yeah, but it got. It was like a decent point. I I was kind of hoping that they would have known like I had 
given them what I was going to do, like, because we had multiple phone calls and meetings about it. I was hoping that I came across this. I tried to lay it down best I could, say, this is what I want to do. Um, and I think that put them somewhere near the ballpark, which is good to like prime them for being ready. But there were a lot of things that happened where it was like some people were not in on the priming of what was about to happen or what, what I was going to do. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I'm, I'm like, happy it's over. It was fun. It was a good experience for sure. Actually, a lot of the reason I did it was just because like, wow, this is fun. It's, I mean, it's Amazon. That's, that's badass. <laughs> so got the experience. In. And how did you get? How did you develop the idea of what happened in that video? I mean, wh where did all, uh, out of all the possible things that you could have done, how did you wind up there? Um, I, I think, oh, oh, I think uh, originally when you see that scene that I was going to be like recreating and the idea for the baby, it's like a powerful laser in a baby, right? Mm -hmm. But like, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to put a powerful laser in a baby. That's like lasers are insta blind you which are like and it's like i'm fine with doing that myself but it's like what if some kid it's easy to buy a laser and ease from like ebay you can get it from like shenzhen for fucking 20 bucks like a like an eye destroyer so it's i i didn't want to put like a high-powered laser in the baby because it's like that's also it's just not that interesting when you just put like something like a high-powered laser it can like light matches and like light paper on fire and like that's cool and all but um there's not a lot of punch to it after you've lit the three like three things on fire that are cool to light on fire. Right. So I, th yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, and I don't know. Blood seemed like the way to go. I got these really cool like CO two, um, CO two solenoid valves that can handle that much pressure. And I was like, yeah, I think you slap them together. This is fun. This is cool. Yeah. It was it was a stressful. It was probably I I would say for sure the most stressful video I've I've done thus far because of uh. Just the, it was a big time crunch um, and a hard deadline because the boys came out like on a day and they're not waiting for like the YouTuber to finish. Yeah, their shit. There's no pushing. Uh, yeah. 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 You're not pushing that. Um, so it was a tight deadline, mixture of a tight deadline, uh, some redos. Um, and like the concept was kind of hard to come up with, too, because it's like, how do you move from powerful lasers in a baby to whatever the hell uh, that was? Laser tag. Laser tag. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have to worry a lot about, I hadn't thought about this for, before, but now it's so obvious, about the liability of the dangerous things that you're building and inspiring some sort of copycat. I remember- like harm to people? Yeah, like, okay, you're also not going to remember this, <laughs> but in the early 90s, okay, uh, Beavis and Butthead- I was, watched Beavis and Butthead. Okay, there was a lawsuit in which some- some kid like burned his trailer down playing with matches <laughs> or playing with a lighter and and they tried to sue MTV for uh inspiring the kid to play with fire because Beavis and Butthead played with fire. Right. So yeah, no I remember that. It was a huge deal. This was like a really really big deal back then. Yeah. I don't think well, that they yeah. won. Do you think you think they maybe they settled? I don't really know what happened with that. I don't I don't recall anything significant happening from it. But that happens on YouTube all the time. You know, Rusty Cage had a video about how to tie a noose and uh, people routinely give him a hard time based on like, you know, suicidal situations with family members and say, you know, like my son watched your video or something like that. Like you, you can't tell if it's 
a real comment where somebody's just trying to get a rise out of him. But anything you put on YouTube is liable, uh, you know, for having somebody claim that it inspired the the bad thing or you know the great thing that they did. How many people say, "Oh, I, I you know, did this amazing stuff from watching YouTube," but it, but it goes in both directions. And you know, when you're cutting, uh, like we we talked to William about cutting busts with uh you know laser cutters you know the, the laser. Diesel. yeah yeah like that that could go pretty wrong you know he's talking about how bad it smells when the ham and the cheese start to to get scorched <laughs> well you know that could easily be a hand <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so yeah we, we actually talked to him about that didn't we we talked to him about uh him burning himself with with a laser and and how that felt you know and so that kind of stuff happens when you're playing around with materials like that, whether you intend to be dangerous or not. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 tr the idea I have is that if you can like hurt yourself easily, generally, I don't want to do it. But a lot of the time, it's kind of like security through obfuscation where you're like, like for like a laser eye video, like if you're already there are lasers on Amazon, like, or like you can get also that laser was like, the weakest possible um one um but if you were like to make that robot i assume that if you're able to make that and like set up all the stuff you are smart enough to know not to point a laser like a strong laser in your eye <laughs> i like most of the stuff that's dangerous is very is like is somewhat difficult at least to like if you weren't doing it so like if you if you're able to like get the end product the end dangerous machine or whatever it like somewhere along the way you you're like the cogs are turning enough to know not to like stick your tongue in the in the 120 volts right that's the way i i try to think about it i do kind of look out for it though sort of that reminds me of the device we had uh in the physics class that was a big wand you know and you could you could adjust the the current and the voltage on it and you know the game was oh i, I can set this to 10,000 volts and put it to my tongue and it doesn't kill me because the current is is really what matters on this, and it seemed like you know a really fun thing at the time, but uh, you know making a mistake on that setting and and you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it does remind me that after that lawsuit, and I, this just popped into my head because I because then I started thinking, you know, does Michael need like a disclaimer before his videos? Beavis and Bud had added one. Do you remember that they had yeah, this like yeah. kind of kind of joking but also serious disclaimer before every episode that was like beavis and butthead are not real they're cartoons some <laughs> of the things they do will cause a person to get expelled exploded possibly deported to put it another way don't try this at home they had that thing before every episode um yeah. and south park has a disclaimer but theirs is more about not getting sued by people they parody i think i think they just don't want to yeah. get sued by like barbara streisand yeah. or sally struthers or whatever um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Like if somebody is smart enough to build a robot that performs surgery <laughs> and hopefully yeah. they're safe about it. Cause the bar to not pointing lasers in your eye is pretty fucking low. You know, <laughs> you don't have to be like fucking genius, big brain, wrinkled brain to know not to do a lot of those things. It's very easy to not do. So we get this, you know, we, we understand what your content is and isn't. We work in, in, you know, this vertical and all the patrons are extremely familiar with 
what you do and what we do and all that, that that's fine. That's fine. But what do you run into with brands where, you know, they, they tend not to have, uh, you know, control over a video uh, topic, but how many times uh, have you, have you wanted some kind of sponsorship thing? And they say, well, well, what's, what's the video about? So we can give it the old thumbs up. Uh, so it's brand safe, whatever, mm. you know, and, and you're like, oh, well, I've, I've just designed, you know, uh, an app that, that controls cluster bombs in the case of a civil war, you know, uh, like <laughs> what kind of pushback have brands given you? I've actually had like very little, um, I, it's, it's nice cause I do so few videos that I'm able to like choose the brands really selectively. It's like, mm-hmm. this is one I personally like and one like, cause I, I don't like doing ones where I don't like use their stuff or like use or would use their product. So there's that. And also I get to choose the ones who are like, like when I make a video normally, I just don't even tell them what the video is about. I just have to send them uh, the ad for their approval. Okay. It's like 24 hours of proof. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, I don't even fucking tell them. If they get like the, the baby killing uh, like video, then that's what they get. <laughs> it's amazing to me because like on, on Vsauce too, it's like, oh, um, you know, you're either going to get this paradox video or you're going to get this math game video. You, you never know. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's going to be a crapshoot. But for you, it's like, OK, we're either going to be like stabbing mannequins full of blood bags or I'm going to be like lighting things on fire <laughs> with an electric ch- chair <laughs> or whatever. Like the the Waldo one I watched earlier today. So if if you guys haven't seen it, uh, Michael made a video where what was the premise? You were upset that you read something about an AI being able to find where's Waldo incredibly yeah. quickly. So you wanted <laughs> that was a stupid fucking premise. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I liked about it, though. That's what I really liked about it. I was like, this is so dumb that it's genius because who thinks of this? Well, how did how did that come about? So so explain to people what the Where's Waldo video is and where that that came from, which I think will help. It was like people understand how you get these ideas. Well, it was that one was more from the fact that I had bought an eye tracker and figured out how to use it. And I was like searching up like like eye tracker stuff, and I like found the Waldo one. I was like, yeah, that's that's kind of epic. Um, but really, that that one kind of just stemmed from me purchasing it and figuring out how to use it. And I was like, oh, Waldo would be funny. Uh, the idea is like if you can't find Waldo fast enough, the eye tracker sees where your eyes are, and then you get taste like the chair is an electric chair that that you get taste in. Is that that one's pretty easy? That one's pretty simple. That's not too bad. Yeah, anybody could come up with that. I mean, I should have made that video. (laughs) The eye tracker was really cool, though. Those things are awesome. Was that the same eye tracker uh, that you used in the Tickle Me Elmo video? Um, No, no. The one of the Tickle Me Elmo didn't have an eye tracker. It was just um, facial recognition. So it was just a it was just a normal webcam. And how did that one how did that one come about? What? Because, yeah, like Kevin said, understanding the, the kind of genesis of of some of these ideas is pretty interesting uh it's not it's really not like what anybody else does so hitting a few of these would be kind of cool sure oh okay the, uh trigger me almost was like the one of my favorite because it's it's one of my favorite because it's one it's an idea that me and my friends made up before i knew how to how to code or how to do anything software or tech at all 
Like I didn't know any like it wasn't like in high school. My friends were like, "He, what if um no, it's called Trigger Meal Mo instead, and it's <laughs> racist based on your race." And like, I I love that I we just like made a joke out of it, like out of the like randomly, and then like two years, three years later, I'm like, "Oh, I can build that. That would be funny." Um, uh, that that's so cool. Like that we had an idea. I like the idea was there as a joke, but then like it got to the point where I could actually make it. It was awesome. And the doll had facial recognition in its in its eyes, right? And it, it... yeah, it was kind of a two parter where um, it had facial recognition on the front end, so like the doll could recognize faces. And there's like a like a if I remember right, there's like a heat value where if it saw your face for a long enough time, it would know that there's a face in the frame, and then it would take that face and it would then export the um the image to a um i think it's called kairos api that does like a lot of the heavy machine learning like for actually figuring out your race um and then that returns like json data to you and then the doll is able to act on that so the whole thing takes like a second or yeah like a second to do so it takes the image sends it to a database for comparison spits a result back to elmo who then can basically gently abuse you based on the race that's identified yeah exactly yes <laughs> okay yeah. all pretty quick big loop it's a big very convoluted um and annoying <laughs> and what, what did your mother think about that <laughs> oh, she, she thought came it was, into the she was funny <laughs> she liked it she did yeah, she thought it was all right and just walked away <laughs> i don't think she really understood what was happening with it <laughs> But I I love the the layers here. So the, a couple of weeks ago, we talked to Chris from Cyanide and Happiness, and we were talking about comic writing, and we we're talking about comedy. And one of the things that I pointed out that always kind of fascinates me and and breaks my brain a little bit is when a joke has like five layers to it, where it's not just like one good joke. It's just like, it's like a sandwich. It's like the bread is good and then the meat is good and then the cheese is good and then the vegetables are good. And all of a sudden you have a, a great sandwich. And to me, uh, your your videos are my favorite on YouTube right now because I feel like they are, this, this is getting like way too esoteric, I think. But I, I feel like they are this great sandwich in which you have this basic, bread this basic premise which is which is always good to get you in the door it's the thumbnail it's the title it's you know i built a surgery robot like that's the bread but then within the video it's not it's never just that there's always like 97 other ridiculous things that that you add to it that make it so fascinating because if somebody came up with that one good idea like I'm going to build a surgery robot. That could be a really boring video. Like, let's face it. Like it could, maybe you don't come up with filling the, um, maybe you don't come up with like inviting Pokimane in to use like the motion sensor to control the thing and then stab it with a gigantic knife and then fill that thing that it stabbed the mannequin with a blood bag. So blood goes everywhere. Do you see where I'm going with this? Does that, am yeah, I just rambling? Yeah. I know. It's, yeah. <laughs> No, I understand what you're saying. Like, uh, I can't repeat it back to you, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Your videos is are that, a delicious that, sandwich. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> does, 
does that process and complexity, do you think it makes it easier or harder to work with other people? Because you've got to, you've got to know that not a whole lot of people operate in that way, you know, like, Oh so, yeah. Way harder. Oh, it does. So much harder. Yeah. Yeah. So much harder. It's cause like I have a really just dumb way of, of working on videos and stuff in general. Um, like it's, it's just like, even the way I, f I film is like all, I, I, I don't film it all and then go to edit. I like, I'll, I, I'll film it like the intro and then I'll go to premiere up in my room and then I'll put it in, I'll edit it all together. And then I'll go downstairs and I'll film like the next scene and oh, I'll wow. take the SD card and like fucking scamper upstairs and do the whole thing again. So I do it in like, like in, you know, I, I edit while I film, which is weird. I, I, it's just always how I've done it. And just the only way that kind of makes sense to me, I'm not able to like visualize a whole ass video just off the rip. That shit's hard. So I kind of like, I like, like Legos, mega blocks, building it kind of as I go. Um, it's just easier to visualize for me. Oh, that makes a lot of sense now that you say that, though, because there are yeah, so many weird. different scenes and so many different setups, and there'll be like split second jokes that, that it does seem like it would be kind of impossible to do all at once. Like I was telling Matt earlier, what video of yours was I watching? There was some video where you, um, you did like a, you were doing a montage scene, like you were getting ready to build the thing and, and you have like a big whiteboard, you know, covered in calculations and drawings or whatever. But then the, yeah. the scene is you just drawing like a crudely cartoonish penis on, on the whiteboard. Yeah. And like, yeah. like that yeah. was it. It was like a split second joke. And, and that's a, a kind oh, of a yeah. lot yeah. of setup for a one second joke because you have that whole whiteboard with, with like that, like looks very serious. And then you just draw a dong. Um, and then the next, <laughs> then the, the next shot is you like reading a book and instead of the classic, like lick your thumb to get, you know, uh, some text texture <laughs> yeah, on it to get some uh, spit on it. So you can grab the page. You just start like yeah. sucking. <laughs> you just start like deep throating your finger it's so gross when people lick their fingers to make books. <laughs> so I want to make fun of it for a second, you know? I just fucking turn the page. But it's like, like, it, are those jokes the thing you did just one day? Like one day you're like, I'm going to come up with some jokes for this montage. And then like, that's the extent of your work on the thing for that day. And then you edit it together. And then the next day you work on the next part of the video. Like, how does this, how does the, how is the sandwich made? I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'll go upstairs uh, like the, the intro is usually the hardest part, actually, because it's like I'm going from nothing, nothing to build off of. It's like a Minecraft block. You can't just put it down in the in the in the end in space. You, you need like something to build off of. Um, but once I have the intro, like I'm like, OK, what just go? What would go next after the intro? Like what would make sense to go here? And then like I'm like, OK, I'll go film that. That's like I don't know if I'm a dumbass and I say some stupid shit, then that's that's a joke in there. But it's just like do one thing and then i go and edit all together see how that works i'm like okay it would make sense to do what this next thing and then like some other shit it's very hard for me to do anything else uh, i don't like other the other way where you just film everything plan it and then go that's why it's hard for me to like actually work with people um as much as i like would like to do collaborations it's just like i just have this brain dead style of filming and editing stuff that makes it difficult I'm guessing you just said that it's hard, not just on collaborations, but 
getting people to help you with anything too. I mean, if you uh, if you tried to get you know, the assistance of different kinds, just or or you know somebody to edit your stuff, uh, how would they be able to oh, fit God. in the system? Oh God, no, yeah, they can. I, I thought about it. No, you can't edit. Like I can't ever get an editor doing this way because it's just painful. Because like they don't know like what I'm like thinking and where like where it should fit in. I think I always have to edit my own things. The only thing I could ever imagine getting assistance on is like some of the like more abstract tech stuff, and only if like they can do something that I can't. So I was thinking about getting someone to like um like a good elect like a good EE to like assist me. But even then, it's more like hey, I need you to build this thing beforehand and then I can do my thing on it. It's very hard to like work directly and get help um, for something specifically. It's tough. It's weird. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have a hard time changing it. So I don't think I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm not like actively looking for any help anytime soon. So maybe on like some minor technical stuff for like things I can't do, you know? Yeah, we, we did that with uh, uh, Alan Pan on Vsauce 2. Yeah reached out to him really? and asked him that to... That motherfucker stole my clothes. Your clothes? You know that? No. Why you does, know that? Why does he have your that clothes? That bastard stole my... <laughs> if you watch all of his recent videos, he's wearing shirts that are too small for him because they're my fucking shirts. It was at the last house, house with Will. I'm sorry to tangent on you, but he fucking... Uh, like, why does Alan, Alan Payne steal your clothes? Well, I moved out of that house and then they... Well, well, that that house had like I had a room, closet, my clothes, and it was all the clothes I didn't take with me, so it wasn't that big a deal. But th there's a party, and they were just like giving away the stuff I left there, which I was fine with. <laughs> but he took all my fucking clothes. So you see all his videos. His I like his all his recent videos. Alan Pan. He's wearing. Let me guess. The fucking the purple shirt. Uh oh, that NASA shirt. That NASA shirt's mine. Every I think. Like every video since I've, I he got them, he has stole them, has been in one of my shirts. Yeah, they're all too small. <laughs> Is he trying to absorb your essence? Why does he need your shirts? We're gonna have to have <laughs> Alan on and ask him about this shirt theft. <laughs> this is funny, and it, it puts us in such an odd position because we've evidently worked with a thief now. Uh, <laughs> somebody we've we've actively supported his criminal behavior. <laughs> Well, they were giving yeah. them away. I guess it's not really yeah, stealing. Yeah. It's just <laughs> accepting right. a gift <laughs> that wasn't yours <laughs> to give, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I, I, Alan's great. I, I, you know, he's, he's awesome. He, he built an electronic snakes and ladders board game for Vsauce 2. So that's, what, that's oh. the story I was going to tell was that cool. we approached him and said, hey, we need an electronic snakes and ladders game and when you win something happens and he was like okay and just you know built that from scratch so i think maybe that's the sort of collab you're talking about where you can just um yeah build it all yourself and then present it mm -hmm. um yeah before before we move on to anything else so i want to circle back a second on the the video making process how long does it take you to make videos this way then because i mean it looks like you release about every two months or so so do you spend that time yeah. like piecemealing the videos together no it depends on like it's the videos isn't even like the worst part they do take quite a while i'd say like three weeks to a month but like the rest of the time is um it's hard to find like a decent idea 
that is a place where I could get assistance. Is like some random guy to just smoke acid and and give me random ideas. <laughs> like I I would I'd pay for that. Um, because it's hard to get the idea where it's like it's good for like it's it's like decent for YouTube and like the most important part is like that I'm interested in it personally because I'm not gonna make a good video about something if I if I'm not like really feeling it as a as a project. Like I need to be really like excited about it. And it's sort of hard to get those two things to uh to mix sometimes. So yeah, yeah. The idea is a big bottleneck, honestly. Massive. And I spend a lot of time like trying to learn and do new like technology stuff. Um because a lot of the times like I don't know how I'm gonna use something until I've like used the tool before. Um so it's I, I'm I'm just trying to like come up with ideas. That's that's actually a lot of the of the time spent not not uploading. Do you find it once I have a solid one? Sorry. Uh, no, once I yeah, but once I have a solid one, it, it comes together all right. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to ask: Do you find it limiting being on YouTube in in in, in what shows up well on camera? Because I remember last year um, we did a video on Russian roulette and. Yeah. The the demo for that ended up being a a balloon Kevin. My wife made a a balloon version of me. So it was just like a little Kevin in a flannel shirt and a balloon head. And then I used I just put a needle in a, a Nerf dart. And that was the demo. Mm -hmm. That was the that was the Russian roulette was just Nerf gunning with a needle, a balloon. And it worked yeah. really well. It it was one take. I shot the thing with the needle gun. It blew up and it was great. But I remember asking um, William Osman for some ideas on what would show up. Like what would be a good Russian roulette style thumbnail? of thing for, uh, yeah, thumbnail, but also demo yeah, for, for YouTube. And, um, and I asked him if like a, some sort of electrocution thing would be good uh, because I know, you know, he had done that with the carpet and you've done it with, with various things. And he actually yeah. didn't like that idea for me for the Russian roulette thing because he was like, yeah, you get shocked, but like, so what? His idea was a cannon. And I'm like, I, dude, I don't know where to get a cannon. Like, I, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to procure a cannon, William. <laughs> so I'm going to have to pass on the cannon. But he's like, you should shoot a watermelon with a cannon. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that would be cool, but I don't know how to do that. So, um, the, the question is like, do you, is that like a wall that you run into is, um, what sort of thing can you build that will show up well on camera? I try to not have it be like that as much. It's something I think about. Um, uh, but it's, I, I try to not have it completely invade what I'm doing. I think more than anything, if like like if you're really excited about it, then it's like it's gonna make a good video because that comes across. Like even if you have like a really good idea for like YouTube, but if you're not super into it, like I don't I, I don't I don't have fun like making that and I doubt people have fun watching that. So it's 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 a lot just I like try to make it as much as I can just like stem from enjoying the what I'm doing. Um that's funny you ask Will though. He's the fucking god of <laughs> coming out with thumbnails and shit. <laughs> he, I respect him because he can make a video out of absolutely fucking anything, and he'll make it like pretty. He'll make it good. Like he can. I've seen him just like piece together random fucking footage, and I don't know how he does that. He just like scrapes this fucking garbage heap of like B roll and like 
And like he makes a good video out of it. It's really it's impressive. It's like a completely different skill set. Yeah. Well, I've got he a, came I've, up with uh, the watermelon thing and I liked it, but I just couldn't get a cannon. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Matt, what were you gonna say? No, not only that, but didn't that video come out in December or something? I mean, I remember a bunch of ideas not being practical because like there was snow outside. Yes. Yeah, it was in December. Yeah, having an outside video for that just kind of wasn't wasn't going to happen at that time of year. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember the, the cannon water, you telling me about the cannon and watermelon thing. You're like, well, in, in June, maybe we could swing this, but, but not now. Um, oh, so, wait, wait, before you continue, that's what it was. The cannon was going to have multiple fuses. It was going to have six fuses, and you didn't know which fuse would would actually ah, the, make the, the cannonball fire. That's where the roulette came into it. That's what it was. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> that is a good idea. You can you can have that. And uh, yeah, credit William Osmond. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> well, Michael, you've talked about a bunch of a bunch of different things about how you think about ideas, how you how you get them, how they develop, what your process is. It's 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 all over the place. It's super unique. If Susan flipped the switch on all of us tomorrow and YouTube was over, what does Michael Reeves do? What do you do with your life if all of this stuff is just gone? How do you take all of those ideas and, and your approach to everything and shift it to something else? What is that thing? Uh, I think I I probably still stream on Twitch because I do I do a fair bit of Twitch streaming nowadays. Um, but I I wouldn't I don't think I'd ever like to make that my main thing. I I don't like I never hated the idea of like go doing a sop going back to software development work. I'm like I I think that could be really interesting to go. Like I've I've often thought about like just doing it more on the side, uh, like working part time for a company or like a, a long term goal of mine is also to have my own software company. I, I I'd like to I'd like to work on some data analytics stuff. Um. And th- I mean, that would be an opportunity to do that. I feel like I, I, I could probably manage something, something along those lines. Are you self-taught with yeah. all of that? All of the coding and everything? Also, did I read that you worked for the government briefly? Sort of. Yeah, it was for the education system. So um, yeah, yeah. No, it is just the internet teaching me. It's um, I don't learn very well in classrooms, so... I'm like I'm I'm just so bad at listening to some 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 person talk in the front of the class. Like I'm bad at most of the other subjects. I don't like go out and learn myself. So like I fail math in college. Um, a lot of bad math in high school as well. Um, but like when when you go out and do it, it just works a lot better for me personally. It's uh, I'm lucky to have the internet for that as for that as a resource. So if, yeah, if, so like, if you science. come up in I don't know 1991 nothing like this happens for you, does it? You wouldn't have been able yeah, to do I, any of that, take any of those tracks to get to know what you know now. Yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd surely be working in somewhere where the information was available for me to like teach myself in some other way. Like in um in high school, I, I, I decided between focusing on three things. It was um, software development, video editing or uh, I wanted to be a psychologist or like psychiatrist. Um, so I just I was like, ah, software development sounds like the best of the three. I like gave it some deliberation. Then I just like would would learn it at home, not give a shit about school. I did it my, like myself, 
school is just like shitty distraction. Um, and yeah, yeah, I, I just went with this one. I, I'm sure if I went with it, any of the other two, I'd like I'd know how to do them pretty well. Because um, like I just I just like pick one thing and like kind of went with it. Here's a really important question, Michael. What is poggers? I don't understand poggers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's some Gen Z shit. Some like it's like a Twitch emote. Um, people just say it when something is good. Just like just say it as much as you can, and it'll be good. And it's funny. <laughs> say it in any situation, and it'll uh, the Zoomers will laugh. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah, it's just it just it's just like positive. Something cool happened. I would say something cool happened. You say poggers. Just fucking like just like parrot it out. <laughs> That's really funny to say. Do you deploy the poggers in real life? Like you're in a Oh yeah, I say all that. Oh yeah, I'll say some really dumb zoomer shit all the time. I'll just scream that, and it's it's epic. I love the I love the different comedy stylings of 2020. We truly live in an era where you don't have to like come up with stand up. You just say some dumb shit, and like I find it funny. Like Instagram humor is like fucking hilarious. To me. Yeah, all that dumb shit I like. I do say it in public though, which is probably an, an issue. <laughs> Is the internet so funny now that like stand up is boomerish? Is is do you feel that I, way? I mean, I I appreciate pretty much every kind of like comedy. Like I I laugh at lots of things. Like I love I love stand ups still. Um, I love fucking like the weird degenerate Instagram memes and stuff. I, I mean, I appreciate all of it. I I I would say that stand up is actually kind of like an older format. Like just in my in my mind. I don't know if that's a generalization, but. Just to me, it's like, yeah, if I see someone doing stand-up, it seems like an older thing. What's crazy to me IMO. is as you're talking about, about humor stuff, the reason, like one of the reasons your videos work so, so well is because you're so funny, right? Like, yes, they're high level on uh, the engineering side, on the coding side, whatever your, your video is about. Uh, it's always like a really high level thing, but you have so much funny stuff that's often low level funny. And the contrast is amazing. But then, you know, we say, what would you do if there is no YouTube? You're like, yeah, well, data analytics. Like at no point did, is like humor <laughs> a part of any of your plans, yet you're one of the funniest people on YouTube. Oh, I'm fucking <laughs> pretty funny. Hostile work environment if it was my company. <laughs> I mean, I like joking around with friends. I like laughing at lots of things. So, um, like my high school friends were extreme, like a very funny group of people, all with like different kind of like different styles of humor. And it's like I can get down with all of them. They're all like I love like any kind of comedy. What is it about um, no, streaming no. that that you like but wouldn't want to make it like a full time thing? Um, I'm so sorry. Hi, Lily. It's my girlfriend. Um, we'll tell her that we say hi later. I say hi. She's welcome oh, to come Lily. on the podcast, too. Yeah, yeah. I'd love okay. to have her. <laughs> okay. Bye. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I like that it is just, I, actually, a lot of the reason I like it is because it's not my full-time thing. I, I don't think I would like being a full-time streamer because I, I live in a house of streamers and I, like, I hear just like from whoever, like other streamers that it's like, I think it's very stressful for it to become your full-time thing because 
Like if you don't upload a video for two months on YouTube, it's like kind of okay. Like you, you guys, people don't expect it, but on streaming, it's like fucking every every single day. You're you, if you're not streaming, like you're you're missing out on like viewership. Oh shit, my like follower count or like sub count will drop. Um, it, I think it's very stressful and a lot less um like a lot less freedom. Uh, to do like whatever you want, which is something that's pretty important to me personally. So it's not it's not a job I could do full time. I don't think. Um, and if I did, it might be like a little less fun to me. Right now, it's just like this random shit I do for funsies on the side, and I can and I like it for a whole bunch of reasons because I can do that. Yeah, we haven't talked to any streamers at all. Um, not full time, have we? Uh, well, we, on the had, podcast? we talked to Weast. Yeah, Weast. Weast does it a, a lot. Few weeks ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Weast yeah, I mean, does it a lot. But it's Weast is it reliably like on Twitch at like seven thirty Eastern every night. I get the notification. Mm. He, he's, you know, you talk about being set in a schedule like that and having that, the obligations that are almost daily. Uh, that's yeah. such a good example of it because yeah, I get that notification reliably right around yeah. seven thirty. Yeah, it works for some people. It, I, I think I think structure is good for some people. I, I'm bad with structure, so yeah, it's just not my thing. Something I can do whenever, which I like. I'll, I like. I love that. Could you have a boss ever? Yeah, I've had bosses. I, I have a pretty big problem with authority, so um, it's not very fun. But like, I, I've I've generally worked pretty well with bosses. It hasn't been too bad. Yeah, like when I when I did work, it was. Like, like I, I work all right in the workplace. I, I do like I do my job and they do theirs. How are you as a boss or how would you be? I'm 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 all right. I've done some um, I've been in situations where I, I'm less of a boss, more of like a software team, like like uh, saying what to do, kind of like ar- architecting, like what we're going to be doing. I've been in that position and I think I, I perform all right. Um, yeah, I, I'd say I'm like average. I'm like average. I, I don't know if I would be. It's some. It's a skill I'd probably want to work on. Um, if I were to ever be in that position, like owning a owning a company. Yeah, I mean, you, really cool you say that you you know didn't really do well in school and that you can't stick to a schedule and all that stuff. But meanwhile, you have taught yourself amazing things. Yeah, okay, but at the same time, you like <laughs> know how to do incredible coding and like build robots and stuff. So, I think that you know, people who maybe also feel like they didn't do well in the school structure and the school environment, or maybe, you know, also don't do well with appointments and structure and stuff. Can you give them like any sort of insight into (laughs) how at the same time you have been able to have the discipline to learn all of this stuff? That's not easy. Uh, trauma's your friend. Um, um, distract yourself (laughs) with work. Um, uh, a a lot of it. I, I think, that actually for people like that it's good to just like pick one thing and just like dump all you got into it like pick some i like i pick software i could have just as easily have picked psychology or or video editing was the other one um but just picking one thing and just just fucking just fucking everyday bro um just doing it it's i think it's (laughs) you don't have a structure when all you're doing is one thing right (laughs) It's not planned if every second is is a, that thing. I had a long like anime arc where I just like sat in my room for months to a year and just just grinded um, software development. And like if you don't do well in school, you can just at least you can just always fucking do that. 
like you can just be a degenerate for a while and then you come out <laughs> semi-employable, which is I think is cool. Yeah, everyone can do that. I was ass in school. I was I I the school model does not does not work for everybody. Um, and I'll and it sucks because if you're bad at school, you think you're bad at everything else. But it's just it's not that. It's just like you're bad at school, which is just this random like pseudo random structure that is is there and rewards some behaviors and just doesn't reward others and is in no way is good for every type of learner just sucks for me i don't like school <laughs> yeah school sucks don't have schedules <laughs> so what you're saying is that everybody in school right now should quit immediately drop out <laughs> no <laughs> find find like your best way of learning and try and just do that way of learning. I kind of lucked into just, I mean, I'm happy that I can just sit in a room. I'm glad I don't have to, or it, it's better for me than going somewhere. Did you yeah. get coding books? Were you watching like online tutorials? I, like what was I the process here? Of just random uh, like YouTube programming tutorials. I'd follow, I'd like, you find one. I'm like, oh shit, it's a hundred parts. I'm going to make sure to watch like, I'm going to make sure to watch it, you know, I'm going to make sure to watch the whole thing and understand like each video, you know, um, I wrote a lot of stuff down, even though I'm, I don't like writing or um, like I, you know, you, you go through the video and I, I, I would make sure um, that I'm like, I know what he's, why he's doing things and not just like copying down code. Something I learned pretty early when I was starting to do that was like, sometimes I just space out and just write the code he's writing i'm like what does this code do so then you try to change it up you try to do like um you name variables differently so that you have to know like where they're supposed to go um just like being mindful of that it was very important but yeah in the end lots of just free youtube tutorials i think i i, I got like a lynda.com course some skillshare courses a udemy course um which is like it's like fucking what is it like 10 15 bucks yeah it's always to get that like kind that. of it's so cheap yeah. it's ridiculously cheap i see deals um, on bundles that are you know it's like software development yeah, humble bundle, bundle. Uh, yeah humble bundle has these all the time yeah uh, stack. i got some data sign yeah, yeah stack social, so good for stats yeah yeah and those, are, like, those are great if you do books. 70 hours of of yeah. uh development courses for like 18 dollars yeah yeah like it's so so cheap and if like i don't learn well uh with through text i'm better with video and examples like i'm a kinesthetic learner um <laughs> but like it's pretty easy to find if you're like a, a book person or a or just whatever type of learning you do um there's a lot of avenues to get access to that like humble bundle is a good one that's a great one i wonder if the the point here though is that because we do have this access to this insane amount of knowledge and learning for basically pennies. And it seems like yeah. a lot of people don't take advantage of that. Like very few no. people take advantage of that. And I wonder if it yeah. is that they're overwhelmed by the choices and that you just literally honed in on one and made a conscious effort and stuck to that choice of, okay, I'm going to learn coding and I'm not going to yeah. mess around with everything else. I'm just going to do that. And who yeah. knows where that will lead and you never could have guessed when you were learning coding at the beginning that you were going to end yeah, up programming tickle me elmos later on in life <laughs> for youtube right yeah of course not. you just kind of picked one thing and went with it a lot of it was also because i was bad at other things i needed 
anything to be good at because I was getting like close to I, I started coding like pretty late in high school, I'd say junior year. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to be unemployable. I'm going to be a neat and I'm going to sit. You know what a neat is? <laughs> not even you know what a neat is, or training. <laughs> yeah, or essential training. Say it again. What's the acronym? Not in employment or essential training. Neat. <laughs> I was a neat. Like I, so it's just like you know you you have you're you're doing not you know a lot um but yeah I didn't have anything I was good at (laughs) yeah I got my pennies dollars I had I I had a steady (laughs) my dividends paid neat bucks (laughs) 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 my stock portfolio is mostly neat um uh yeah no I had fucking nothing going on so it's like oh I don't want to be homeless (laughs) I need to at least give me one thing and I was like okay we'll learn one thing and that was that. And when you learn one thing, like very rarely are you able to like skill cap yourself on that one thing. There are a million things that you can like keep learning and go into. And so you can branch, you can go deeper. Um, yeah, you can always just like get better at like, just one fuck. Just pick one thing, at least for me. It worked, yeah. But I think it's important. And I've, I've heard other people talk about how they were bad at school, but then excelled outside of it. That I think it's impor- important for people to hear instances like this where um i mean to a degree i wasn't like a straight a student in school either but that was really mostly like an application problem in in terms of not being like super interested in some of the classes and the disciplines and stuff um and also i had no creative classes offered to me Mm. uh in high school at all there was nothing like i always joke you were looking for huh is that something you were like looking for, like jonesing for a creative class? I wasn't because I didn't even know it was a thing. It wasn't until like my oh. second year in college when a, my roommate took a film class and his assignment was just to make like a, a short film. And like the assignment was going to be on like jump cuts, like making clean edits that I was like, hold on. That's awesome. oh, wait, you could do like this is also school. You could do a class where you like make a creative project and that's what you get graded on. It's not just, you know, writing (laughs) history papers. I don't understand. Uh, (laughs) That's amazing. I I want to do that and more of that. But it took me pretty late in life to realize that because it just wasn't offered to me uh, as it is in a lot of other schools. Because I I always make fun of, in in a lighthearted way, Jake from Vsauce 3 because he had all of these amazing classes in high school on like, like music editing and like, you know, like film class. And he get, you know, it's like, Oh, for, for your test, for your finals, it's make a music video. It's like, what? That's a thing. That's awesome. We had to do that. We had no options, you know, and, and Kevin and I went to the same school. uh, And so we had the same lack of options. Right. I did welding. I did welding and basic electronics. That's so cool. That is really you cool. Know, because I what wish else we there? had a welding class. Fuck. That's cool. No, yeah, We've we... got a, a welder in the baby gang, by the way. Kat is uh, is studying welding, and now that everything is online, his plan for welding yeah. training has been upended. And so he's doing online welding education right now, and it's pretty wild to hear him talk about it each day. That's really cool. I was actually looking at make welders just last night. Oh, nice. I was just about to buy one. I was, And then I... Found out it sucks at aluminum, and I thought about buying a TIG. <laughs> That's very cool. Uh, well, let, that is really. Let cool, me yeah. tell you a secret that most people who who weld don't know. Um, 
you need to wear a mask at all times. So when I, yeah. when I was welding, I had a couple of really quick kind of timely little, little jobs that had to be done. And yeah. for whatever reason, it's been too long. This was 20 years ago. So I don't remember. Um, I, I didn't wear a mask because I realized that if I closed my eyes, I could actually see through my eyelids to complete the weld. <laughs> and oh my God. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. And it, like, that was fine. It worked fine. The weird thing is it, it, it gave me essentially a sunburn on my eyelids. Yeah. It's it, literally yeah. sunburn. It's UV. Yeah. And that is painful as hell all day long, having the sunburn <laughs> on your eyelids. Sunburn. But, but years later, we were talking about this last week, uh, in the baby gang, you know, now it's been 20 years and, you know, I have a few floaters in my eyes. Um, mm. well, may, maybe it was the welding without protective gear. So whether you go MIG or TIG or something else, they won't tell you this. They just won't. But put on put on the masks and the glasses. You really should. Oh, I got the mask already. <laughs> I already got the the fast, like the the one that reacts to different light levels. I already bought it. Oh, that thing's crazy. cool. Very cool. Yeah, I just got a plasma cutter as well. Yeah, it instantly darkens. I think as soon as it sees a light high enough. Yeah, you don't have to to mess with your your vision stuff. Very cool. Yeah, we didn't yeah. we didn't have outlets for a whole lot of anything, and and in literally episode number one of the Create Unknown was with Destin Sandlin, smarter every day, and we oh, talked yeah. a bit about the Science Olympiad competitions. Then, um, mm. you, you know, we had some after school stuff like that, but even that, you know, it's not purely creative. It's not like uh, it's not you know like. Uh, film editing and, and you know music production and this and that um yeah yeah that stuff wasn't available and we we didn't have at that time a way to jump online and and really get it but now i mean any goofy idea you can come up with you could have like 10 years of, of essentially free coursework at your disposal the next day yeah, yeah that's true Are you yeah my up? high school did not offer a lot huh what are you what are you welding <laughs> Yeah. Are you welding something oh, for a future video? A, I just think it would be a cool skill to have. I, I think those things are cool. I do random shit all the time that I don't put in videos just for, for my own sake, just for funsies. Um, like what? Which is a, a, a lot of like, oh, I mean, I mean, watch this production quality. Check this out. And boom. Look at that. Oh, we just got a camera switch for the audio people. Boom. Oh, yeah. I made like, okay, so this was like, I was working on this on my stream. Um, and I, I just soldered it completely upside down. So like the other day, I just like made this tiny shitty little aluminum stand in the garage. I mean, I didn't do it on stream or anything, but it's like, I do like random stupid stuff like this. I, I do it a bunch. Um, just for like, just for fun. Sanity. Stupid stuff like that. How did you make the aluminum stand? Um, not welded. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that's what I was wondering. Like, uh, it's you just said like, you can't weld it. I got a bandsaw and just like cut out these pieces. I cut this on like a miter angle. Um, there's like two, uh, there's like a, th I, I drilled into this side and then tapped a thread and then drill, uh, screwed in with like M5 and then just cut it off with a Dremel and sanded it down to be like flush with the ground. It's like fun. Like, I mean, I, I don't ever want to make this like this content. This is just like some stupid shit, but it's like fun to get those like the little skills. Um, like not specifically for some like, content reason it's sometimes you like I, I think sometimes you need to like have the tool before you can like make the product like because i i would never have known um 
that I could have made like a, a triggered me Elmo, or that's a bad example, or like a screaming Roomba thing if I hadn't learned what like Raspberry Pis and speakers could do um, and learn like the electronics first. So I like, just, you know, if you learn a bunch of random shit, then, then the ideas are easier to come. I just want to mention that our patrons yeah, just got, uh, got just got an impromptu Michael Reeves video. <laughs> and, and if you're just listening to the show, I am really sorry to say that you just missed out on that by not being here with us. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> these are, these I love are, it. Like stupid shit like that's super fun. Um, yeah, I'd like to learn a bunch of other things that are not specifically like um, YouTube oriented. I really want to buy a CNC machine. That sounds like Aren't a blast. Those gigantic. <laughs> yeah, like really I, well, big. it depends on which one you buy. Yeah, <laughs> they have some home home gamer ones, but that would be badass. Um, <laughs> a lot of why I like streaming too is because I can do stuff that like wouldn't be good on YouTube. I can just like do my random projects and hang out with people on stream, and I get to like I get to do whatever's, which is mm -hmm. that's why I like it being a part time thing um, for streaming. I can just do like, like right now, uh, you want to see what I'm working on for streaming? Yes. Here. Right, We're going to we'll get another this. free show. <laughs> um, so this is, so this is my piss cup project. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're, so we're this, gonna need right. uh, we're gonna oh, need man. plentiful this description so for the oh, audio so episode okay. of what's happening so, right now. Oh no, my battery. <laughs> this said is that so a matter funnel of factly. So okay, and sorry, a flow sorry. meter sensor. Right? This is a funnel and a flow meter sensor. And so when you put liquid through this, you can detect the interrupts on this little ESP thirty two board, which is like um it's like an Arduino that smokes crack. It's it's an Arduino that connects over the network. Um, it can do WebSocket. It can do HTTP stuff. It's very it's very cool. Um, and so I I go to the bathroom just so much on stream. Um, because I have like I have this like this my bladder popped once when I was in high school. I'll tell you about that later if you want to hear. Um, but I piss a lot, so I I track it with this. I or I'm. I'm making the building of this on stream. So I, I'm going to put this in my toilet. We're on like the later stages of the project. I piss into the funnel and then it, it, it sends that data to a WebSocket server on my computer that makes an OBS overlay for my stream that is a cup filling up with piss. And there's like combo meters <laughs> and I'm, I'm, da I'm data logging everything in a, in a, Mongo, Mongo, in a Mongo database. And so you can call it back, do data science on my piss. It's like, I can't make this a video, but I think it's fun, and I, I like doing it on stream is badass. Um, Why really can't cool. you make I, it a like, video? I learned because a we're going to make this a highlight on the highlights show. <laughs> well, I, like I don't, I don't like. I like this. This is fun. More, I, I'm not super like. Oh wow, piss cup! It's more fun that I get to do all the technical <laughs> stuff on stream for content, and then like the actual application for this is me going to be like a couple streams just pissing into it, and then. Take maybe doing some like data analysis on like my piss stream. Like it's very cool. I got like a database set up and we did like data logging. Um, and you can make graphs out of like how 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 much I'm peeing, like a curve. Um, yeah, that's that stuff is just so fun for um. It's that's I that's what streaming is for me. It's for it's like a dump for all the shit that I think is kind of cool, but don't want to make a video out of. That is a literal stream stream. Yes. Yes. First of all. <laughs> Second of all, what is a combo when it comes to peeing? 
How, how do you, it's just how like, do you combo your pee? I don't know. Well, you can shoot the data any way you want. <laughs> so it's like the, every time the cup fills up, a little combo meter flashes on the stream. Combo one, combo two, combo three, as many times as I can fill a cup. It's oh, very fun. Okay. So it has, very it has cool. to do with the amount. Okay. How yes, did you pop your bladder? Oh, my God. It's like right now, as I'm talking to you, I am filled with piss. I need to go to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> but in high, not not high school, maybe a year after, I was at a sushi place with some friends. Um, I was just like drinking water and um, like drinking a lot of water. And I had like many cups. I had to piss really bad. But, you know, I, I wanted to pay for mine. Got to like the back of the line. It took for goddamn ever. Uh, they didn't have a bathroom in the sushi place so i had to go to the mall bathroom i i went to it and i needed to piss so bad and like you know as you're like undoing your belt buckle like you suck in right so you can get the belt buckle undone and so like as i went did that i felt like a physical pop in my in my abdomen and and it was it was painful it was like almost audible probably more to me because it was in my body and i like i i did my piss but i was like getting super lightheaded and uh i i and like my vision was getting gray on the sides and I had to like sit um, on the ground outside for like 15, 20 minutes um, to just recuperate. And after that, I was fucking fine. But now I like I feel like I hold half as much piss. Like I need to go to the bathroom all the goddamn time now. So that's that's kind of where, you know, piss cup comes into play on my stream. I'm pissing 10 times, 15 times a stream. Now they get to see how much I'm peeing on this OBS, the stream overlay, which is very, very fun. So I get to, I, I got to work with a lot of technologies for this. Like this is like so many technologies put together on like a dumb project. I got to learn how to use, like I had no fucking idea this existed. Uh, someone suggested that I use this in my chat on my stream. And I was like, what the fuck is ESP32? I go learn what it is on stream. I can, I learn to work with it. Um, and it's, it's cool. Like you learn new things, like just by doing random shit. I am 99% sure, and then somebody in the chat can verify this because they have actual internet access right now and I don't, uh, but I'm 99% sure that Tico Bra held in piss until his bladder exploded as well. So in terms of- uh, Oh yeah, yeah Tico Bra. In terms of science and engineering and, and just all these beautiful things, you're, you, have, like, you have rare company in, in bladder explosion. Yeah, yeah. I'm in yeah, breathing rare air up here with the people with one fourth capacity bladders. Yeah, it did kill him though. So and it seems not oh, to have killed you. Yeah. Yeah, I was <laughs> too strong for that. I thought I had to go to the hospital. I thought I had like internal bleeding. That's what but I was going just, to ask. I guess you didn't go to the a doctor and haven't and no. have you ever mentioned this to a no. medical and my uh, and my parents <laughs> are nurses. I was like, Hey mom, one time my bladder pop, she just like goes to the doctor and I just I haven't because it's not like causing any other stuff. By the way, do you guys mind if I go to the bathroom? No, really go quick? ahead. I really need to. I actually really need to piss. I'll be back. So I feel like we need to pressure him into going to the doctor. I don't know. I because I like this storyline better. I think it's more valuable to us that it continues than he fixes his problem. I don't want him to die because of not going to the doctor for a hole in his blood. Dan asks if this is the first piss break. No, it's not. Um, Pebbles went on a piss break that turned into a, about a 15 minute shit break. Um, and I, I've taken one or two, but it, see, it's easy for me because I can send Kevin a message and just say like, 
Hey, run this for the next 60 seconds. I got to dip out. So no, I I've, I've jumped out once or twice because I, I drink like almost two gallons of water a day, but yeah, I, um, <laughs> Jake says, uh, Jake Roper says he can only poop when listening to the create unknown. So it must've been nice when we went to weekly because before that he was going every two weeks without pooping. Wait, did I ever tell you my weekly poop guy story? You didn't, but now's a good time for it. All right. Uh, all right, here's my it's it's not that exciting, but it's it, it just gives you a little flavor of like the variety of human being we have on this planet. So, um this is a friend of a friend sort of thing. It's it's not a guy that I knew, but it was a coworker of a very close friend of mine who would poop once a week Sunday nights. And there was like there was like a very specific time. I don't know if it was like 9 p.m. Or, or what exactly time it was but it was it was specific and he had like um, a specific rotation of magazines that he would bring because different magazines would come throughout the month and he would read specific magazines on you know specific Sunday poop sessions uh, cover to cover once a week where while he did his weekly like bowel unloading but you'd got to think by like Saturday night, that guy is just like swimming with feces. <laughs> <laughs> the volume at that point has to be oh, tremendous. Food. It really does. It's got to be what very unhealthy. Waits? Yeah, I'm sure it is. I wonder if he waits. Like he's like, got a shit, but fucking my, my highlights magazine isn't in until Sunday morning. I need to wait. I have. Yeah, yeah, he's got to do his image search at the back of Highlights magazine, or or else he can't poop. (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, While you were gone, I said to Matt, "We need to convince Michael to go to a doctor and and at least discuss this bladder thing." Yeah, I don't support that at all because I I I like the idea. (laughs) I like the idea of thinking there's a leak in your bladder, like, you know, like, like air coming out of a tire and there's just, just all of your organs are perpetually just swimming in piss. Yeah. They're just (laughs) ruminating. (laughs) I've thought of like, I've thought about if that happened. I think you like get infections if that happens. I mean, urine is I've had to think about it a lot. So that's good. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, Urine's okay. I mean, if it's like an intestinal leak, you're going to have a problem. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know what would be bad about that. We do have, oh, oh, Jeff, it's not debunked. It's it's relatively sterile. That's what matters. It rounds up. Uh, that's how sterility works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're walking around like a human waterbed, but the water is pee. <laughs> Slosh. <laughs> Just sloshing around inside your your torso. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys, peas up. Maybe the that's where the ideas come <laughs> from. The ideas are from the, the fist sloshing around your brain. <laughs> that's the secret to immortality, man. I'm telling you. We replace spinal fluid. We've answered the it's question like... that we led with. What are, what how are they going to explain Michael Reeves? We just did. <laughs> A piss water balloon. <laughs> YouTube's piss <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's amazing. 
Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I never was able to understand how somebody could be so good at uh, being creative and funny and also so good at having like that engineering brain. And I think that we found the connective tissue and it's, it's not tissue. It's just urine. It's liquid. You know, I saw a textbook in 2001. It was, it was, uh, an engineering textbook. Um, and there was like a two page spread that it, it, I'm trying not, I'm trying to make it sound believable, but this spread in the textbook was basically advising engineering students to talk to people and go outside like yeah it, i i see it yeah and and so you you really don't uh encounter as frequently um you know people who who have the booming personality and the wild humor and all that and the engineering knowledge uh so it really oh, yeah. is a thing engineering schools are rife with that my my one of my close friends went to a a pretty good engineering school and she like they they mandate that the engineers take like social classes yeah. now like there is like social like engineering language 101 and like some of the exercises are like like some people just can't talk to other people and yeah. it's like that's i mean you think it's like all technical stuff but you like you have to talk to someone at, at some point in engineering um which is kind of hard to like cro cross those things i guess in uh when you're doing like learning traditionally yeah so kind of going back to college classes oh, teaching people to talk to one another yeah they, they just can't? well it's it's like scientific communication or something where like you just have yeah it's like mandated i i, I mean i haven't had it firsthand but it's like it's like you just learn to talk to pe people in an engineering environment which is kind of i think how they swing it um because okay. you got to be working on a team if you're an engineer <laughs> it's not just you in a room that's not how it works it's pretty much just like practicing socialization yeah yeah crazy yeah you wouldn't think it would be necessary but, um, but holy shit is it yeah. necessary by the way 737 i just got my weast notification that his stream started so i wasn't making wow. that up he's he's always seven minutes behind pretty close yeah well, he's got a window <laughs> schedules do we want to jump into questions yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, we're going to um, take some questions from our patrons who are joining us live uh, on Discord here from our $2 tots, from our dumpster crew, our infantry, all the way up to our legendary baby gang. There are plenty of questions for Michael here. So, um, yeah, Matt, whenever you're ready to, to fire away. I'm ready. I will say that I'm going to be a little bit slow because I have to do this on mobile. And I haven't, uh, I haven't had to do questions on mobile before. My computer died like 15 minutes ago. And so I switched to the iPhone to continue. Um, <laughs> the first one though, let me pull this up here. Yeah. is from bot dogs who, by the way, uh, did some 3d printing of our logo. That is fantastic. It's the coolest ever. We put it up on, we put some pictures up on the Patreon. I think Kevin might've tweeted them out as well. Bot dogs yep. is yep. awesome. Um, he has a work meeting and so he couldn't be here. He shot me this message, uh, uh, earlier and, uh, he he wants he wants your thoughts on an idea it's a car defense system that has something like a paintball gun or a bb gun mounted to the bottom of the car and it uses cameras to detect the ankles of potential thieves and and shoots them um <laughs> he wanted to tell you that that you uh specifically are one of the reasons that he's in school for engineering right now 
And oh, get, that's awesome. Yeah, I thought that it's, it's always cool when when somebody uh, can tie what they're doing into the people we talk to. Like, I, I love those comments. Um, but what, what do you what do you see in that system? Are there any pitfalls with an undercarriage mounted <laughs> theft deterrent gun? Like as a like as a as a real application or is like making it for fun in the backyard? Oh, what's the difference? <laughs> it's all real, legality, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Here comes the disclaimer. <laughs> right. Technically, I think it would be a little difficult to like identify ankles. I mean, unless you're pretty good at training uh, data sets. Um, I think the I, I assume you would use image recognition, right? Like, I don't know how else you would do that. Like the thing that popped, ankles are yeah. different. The huh? thing that popped into my head was uh, was how do you determine intent? You know, so he said uh, oh, detecting yeah, it potential thieves. Ever. Like, how can you tell the difference between somebody about to steal my car and like my mom getting in the back seat? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to turn on theft deterrent when you leave, so you know. <laughs> Imagine yeah, you're just parked in the Walmart parking lot and you, you and you have to like walk between cars in order to get to yours and all of a sudden you just get blasted in the ankles <laughs> with paintballs. <laughs> That's what happens. I don't know what to tell you. You're just going to have to live with that as a side effect. You could hook it up though to something like, uh, I don't know, like if the window's getting fiddled with or something like that so that, you know, let's say yeah, somebody sure you could have puts like a Chinese check. menu underneath the windshield wiper in the parking lot, you know, or some mundane thing like that, that wouldn't be enough to trigger it. The windshield wiper isn't going to do it. But if they're playing with the windows, maybe that activates the system. Yeah, you probably just leverage like the existing car alarm. Like you go in there, you could probably like, I mean, I tap into like random shit a lot all the time, like where you just you can get the line that I don't know what triggers a car alarm, but there's an always an output, right? So you just tap into the whatever the electrical output is and then have that be a step check for your your paintball gun, right? So only in the case the alarm is going, will it look at ankles and shoot? Interesting. And, and maybe something like Jeff that. and the baby gang says that he would have on him some kind of RFID thing that would detect and disarm uh you know the car alarm so so he's already thinking of how to get around this undercarriage turret <laughs> uh, <Honestly. stop. laughs> either you shoot too many people or not enough people man <laughs> um yeah so we we got some questions from from jake roper who sometimes uses the name vsauce 3 on the youtube.com um one question is for, for kevin and i do we feel bad that michael's microphone is better than ours well i've explained my circumstances jacob uh so no i don't feel bad i feel like a hero for being here when <laughs> when nature conspired against me um martyr of sorts but he has an fmk for you michael and your three choices to f m or k are right. an ambrosia salad jabril's and a baby turtle Mary Jabril's kill the baby turtle. Fuck the ambrosia salad. I'm not a fan. That of is correct. That, that is correct. <laughs> that, that was the correct answer. That was the correct answer, sir. <laughs> yes. Tell him what he won, Johnny. <laughs> you get an under ankle foot turret for your car. So, uh, so Isaac, also from Baby Gang, asks what watch lists. Do you believe you are on now due to the research and production of your videos? 
Um, oh God, there's got to be fucking something, huh? I, 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 I bet. I, I mean, probably not realistically many. The most realistic I could imagine would be like a FCC for like transmission. <laughs> I've done some yes shit with that. Um, certain websites I've like I've done a lot of like random data logging of random websites for just personal projects. I'm sure some of those have like, why did this IP call our API 10 million times in the last month? <laughs> I'm on there somewhere. I wonder if you put your browser history on eBay, what the bid would get up to. <laughs> My browser history is not that bad. Okay. I go into incognito if there's some bad <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'll leave it there. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, oh, this is from Risebread. Do you prefer working on software or hardware? <sighs> Depends on the day. Usually I'd say software, but if like, depends on what it is it really does you can have really boring software really fun hardware vice versa yeah yeah um like i really like doing some of the hardware for that surgery machine i remember doing the carriage for that was a very fun time i would just open my garage door i'd put on some like my my music on spotify and then i'd just like jam out and put together like these shitty carriages for the uh the surgery machine um usually i would say software though a little follow-up to to his question uh, is how, how do you manage to convince your friends to keep doing, keep trying out these these systems that you invent? At what point do they just start saying no? They're hap- they're usually down with it. I like to mix it up so the last group of people forgot about how bad it was. Helps that I make videos like every two months. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so you spread out the torture. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, sorry. Every time there's a new pin, it moves my screen. So I have to scroll back down. Oh, well, I, I actually have a question I, I forgot to ask and I have to know. And that has to do with you living in this house, this offline TV house, mm. and then building crazy stuff. How does that work? Is the garage your your laboratory? Yeah, I, I have commandeered the garage. No one else has a car, I, I, sort of, thankfully. So garage, I just I am have. It's not massive, but it is it's my kingdom of dirt and shit that I just I'm have very tightly packed everything I own into that garage. It's nice. I'm hoping to get like more space. It's some point. I want that CNC machine, man. <laughs> I need it. That's going to take up a fair bit, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it depends on the one you get, but it, it'll take up like a good solid chunk of real estate, which sucks. But dude, they're so cool. I would like to learn machining as my next thing. It would be awesome. Well, since you're talking about CNC and, and high-level things, we'll go to Dr. Asmatic's question. Uh, what is your favorite McDonald's character, Michael? Who is it? Grimace. Why Why does Grimace get the nod? He seems like he just, he's just a chill guy. Just fucking sits sits in the back. Tell him not to say too much. Just, there's not a lot, whole lot going on up there, but you know what is is, is probably all right. So he's like, uh, what is it, Lenny in Of Mice and Men? Is Lenny? Yeah, he's yet? a Lenny. He's a Lenny type beat who is, <laughs> is crushing Travis Scott meals as he hands them to guests. Yeah, and then, then accidentally murdering the farmer's wife. Like, that's not a good yeah. scenario either. <laughs> he pets he's the also snapping neck. He pets the Hamburglar so hard it breaks his little neck. <laughs> he's just he's just like smushing f- the fry kids <laughs> so, so from uh eric mander andrew oh this is this is good and i and i like that we've asked a couple people similar questions 
because it's it's interesting to compare here. Um, what is what is the general cost of the projects that you do? And pretty fucking like what's the cheapest versus the, what's the highest? Some of the time, I've had some that are pretty expensive, like the sur- the aluminum for the surgery robot. There's like a computer to control the thing. There's a screen. There's like a bunch of metal, bunch of screws. Um, the driver boards were not cheap. The motors were reasonably priced because I got some really good quality driver boards. So um, it, it it ranges a lot, but it can go anywhere from like like I'd like zero dollars what I have lying around the house to you know the uh, above like you know if you can get into like a thousand to more, but usually doesn't unless it's like a massive thing. I have the luxury of like not I I don't build on like size. I build on like some random shit. Um, and thankfully, you know, like Chinese Chinese electronics are cheap. I just like buy them in bulk, and they they come show up in the mail. And uh, yeah, I, I, the overhead is is reasonably low a lot of the time. I don't know how that changes. You have anyone who's like who's come on and it's been like a shit ton every video? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, yeah. honestly, the only the only YouTuber I can think of who consistently spends a lot of money on a video, aside from people who do you know car channels and like things that are high ticket. Um, yeah, I mean, there's like, there's Mr. Beast and there's nobody else, you know? Yeah. Mark Rober probably spends, ah. spends a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, yeah. well, Destin does as Definitely. well, just because like he'll, I forget what, like he'll take a trip somewhere and, and like spend a year working on something like that. Those expenses have to add up, but it's not so much yeah, sure. like I bought this $37,000 thing for a video. It's more yeah. like I invested all of this time and travel and this and that. Yeah. Uh, so, so James has a question about your style. Uh, when in, in your earlier videos, you you dropped you dropped your share of f bombs and b bombs. Uh, I still you, say those. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was as I, I'm reading this, I'm thinking like, well, yeah, he did, but what's changed there? Um, yeah, I definitely still do that. Did, did you just not care at all about monetization stuff? Because yeah, like you were doing that I before talk. sponsors, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I was. It's just how I talk, so I just left it in. I uh, went to a very, very uh, like uh, not like the best public schools on in Hawaii, so the language was not of the highest culture. But uh, yeah, it's how I talk, so you know, I just left it in. It's it 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 seemed like it kind of would cut stuff up too much to like censor or try and talk in a different way than how i'd normally talk so yeah. it just made more sense to just be yourself than anything sense. else yeah yeah be, yeah yeah and i mean like monetization's like whatever's it's um the the cpm is still pretty bad from like <laughs> actual videos um sponsors make up for it though yeah. so and i'm lucky to get like the ones that don't really give a shit so yeah uh we we have an admin here who's abusing his powers uh, ben, producer Ben, has jammed a question at the top of the list, and I, I, I'm going to I'm going to allow it this time. Uh, we'll respect the work that he does for us and ask you a question about offline TV. Uh, sure. What sets offline TV apart from the other congr- uh, creator conglomerates, and and what makes it a continued success? Um, a lot. I think the fact that everyone is, or or as much as like try as as i see it um people are friends first um and it's not like try not to do things just because they'll 
play out on camera or on YouTube. It's it's like a very friend first thing. You like each other. Content comes secondary. At least that's that's as I as I see it is, is why it does is why it is what it is. I, and I like that personally. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, kudos is going back to videos, and and we touched on this a little bit as we talked earlier. But if you didn't care about any limitations on the platform of YouTube. Ad stuff, sponsor stuff was not an issue at all. You just get to make any video you want. Ooh, I mean, I kind of, tr- I try to do that already. So uh, there's not a, I, I, there, I doubt there'd be anything like crazy. There's no um, wild idea that's too hot for YouTube TV right now. Uh, there's got to uh, be. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. There was like a drone that would like try to, uh, and the idea for like a drone that would try to like kill kids, uh, that might be one. <laughs> what? <laughs> but, what? but the, 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 I, it was more like, I mean, we wouldn't kill kids, but it would be like a drone that flies around, just like the idea, like, oh, a drone that kills babies or kids or like whatever, um, would be that, that was an idea I had and realized it was pretty hard technically to pull off. And it, it wasn't something where I was like, oh, I'm really feeling this. That one's like a little, you know, it's not like uh, an amazing idea. <laughs> well, we, we need uh, we need some life advice for my satellite. Uh, should he eat Oreos or Chips Ahoy or wild card goldfish? I, know, I like I like I like Oreos. Oreos are the most versatile. Kevin, what do you think? I was gonna say, and and uh, I, I never I was gonna tweet this, but nobody would care. But I'm gonna say it now because we're all here. We're all listening to the podcast. Oreos has gone off the deep end, I think, in a lot of ways. Oh, and yeah, it's really many kind of different things. They they are really kind of stretching the idea of the Oreo these days. Uh, I saw a, a new Oreo that the Oreo part, like the cookie part, is is not Oreo. It, it's I don't remember what it was, but it was like shortbread or something. I'm like, that's not an Oreo any longer. They've, Oreo. They've just become a frosting sandwich. <laughs> Yeah, that's just yeah. a different cookie, pal. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I get the different filling, and I'm okay with that. Like a peanut butter Oreo. But the Oreo cookie is the Oreo. You can't just replace that with, like, a chocolate chip cookie and call it an Oreo. Get out of here. That's You have to diversify your market share this. somehow. <laughs> it's it's too much. I'm not on board. <laughs> I'm off the I'm off that I'm off the Oreo train. I've I've, I've hopped <laughs> off the boxcar. <laughs> Once you've replaced the actual Oreo cookie and you're still trying to pass it off as an Oreo, that's ridiculous. What next? Trev's dad. Oreo. Trev's dad uh, is hearkening back to the laser baby video. Uh, he wants to know what superpower would you want, and what kind of superpowered person would you want to fight? Uh, I mean, yeah, fucking flying would probably be the most sick. Yeah, I want to fly around, and then I want to fight some, like, just, like, really shitty, shitty superpower guy. He has the power to, like, turn dirt into sand, and I just beat the shit out of him. Hardly even considered a supervillain. I just fucking wail on him. <laughs> yeah, so I think pretty, flight would be lopsided. <laughs> yeah, I really will. <laughs> uh, Zach Attack uh, wants to know what you're most excited to see in the future when it comes to computer science and programming content mm. on YouTube, where do you see it going? Oh, on YouTube, I see a lot of, there are a lot of good, there are a lot of really good channels um, for programming. There's uh, Code Bullets, relatively new. He does a lot of machine learning stuff. Um, 
Yeah, CodeBullet's great. I, I, yeah, getting into like the, the stuff that um, machine learning and AI can do is really cool. Um, another really cool channel is uh, Stuff Made Here, who is just like recently coming on. If you guys haven't seen him, he's fucking, he's nuts, uh, like with what he can do. Uh, there's like a lot of just like cool people doing some cool, uh, doing some cool tech stuff. Like I, I appreciate it, and I, and I like that. Um, there's such a big diversity in it, where like it's like the guy who's just like engineering, and then like the guy who's like a dipshit, but he still does stuff. Um, that's cool. It's good to have that, you know, like break from what you would normally consider engineering content. Uh, speaking of stuff like programming. Um, do you, do you wear programming socks during your coding streams or are you a fake programmer? Nah, I have the RGB gaming catheter in while I'm programming, <laughs> so I don't need to get up and interrupt my flow. It all comes back to pee. Yeah, everything leads back to piss. It does. Chinchilla, Chinchilla has a question. We, we should have started with this. So, so we knew who we were talking to. But are you Vsauce Michael? And can you also say Vsauce Michael here? Yeah. Is there a reason? Like, is there like a story to the cadence of talking in a Vsauce video? Is there a like a reason? Like, it's like iambic pentameter, but broken. Like, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Like the the cadence, the Vsauce cadence, where it's like, yeah, you have to talk uh, there's no... like this and hinge on weird words, words that you wouldn't normally hinge on, and like. <laughs> Is it like, I mean, all of you do it, right? In the video. Is there like a story behind that? Or is it just how it happened? That's a Kevin question. No, there's, there's, there's definitely no story about it. Um, I think it's, it's more, to me, I always thought it was more like a news anchor talks. Like if really? you listen to a news anchor, yeah, the way that they deliver the news is always in this kind of roller, like soft roller coastery uh, kind of tempo to, to kind of keep you interested um, I don't I know. It's, it's interesting. It's just like very d different from like anything I've ever heard. It's funny that it just goes across all like Vsauce. I'm breaking my my employment agreement by telling everybody this, but William Shatner is actually the father of Michael, Kevin, and Jake. They were all raised in that Shatner-esque uh, household, and that's that's why they. <laughs> They have some Easy. pauses in speech already. <laughs> I don't think it's Shatner-esque, do you? Is that what it sounds like to everybody else? It doesn't sound like that to me. He's the only guy I can think of, though, who who does what Michael just described, which is uh, like pauses and and uh, stresses on on certain words that other people might not stress. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just have always thought about it like the like if I were to read something. In a in a in a way that I would do so in a Vsauce video, it would be more like I was reading the news, just with like a little extra pep in my step. That's how I think of it. Pep in it's your like step? the news on 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 crack. <laughs> <laughs> That's Vsauce. Um, that let me let me see. Uh, oh oh oh, Risebread asked what uh, most frustrating project. Ooh. Ah, there have been a lot of frustrating ones in different ways. The laser baby for backend reasons, but I'd say like the most frustrating video. I think I made a a video that was a gas powered fishing pole, and that was a mistake to do that because I I went back to Hawaii to um just to like meet with my family and like hang out with friends and stuff, 
uh, just to chill. And I was like, I guess I could film a fucking video. I had some, like my, uh, uh, my friend Maya was like, was back there and she was like free and she was like, yeah, I'll help you. And she's, she's smart. She's like, she's and uh, like a, a, a biomed engineer. So I'm like, okay, yeah, with the two of us, we could probably do this video. And like, it was just like the biggest fucking shit show, like not her fault or even really my fault. It was just my, my parents don't have any tools at their house. I'm like, I'm the, the way I built the bracket was we took apart a microwave and used the scrap steel off the side and folded it and <laughs> hammered it and fucking bent it with hammers and like fucking proper caveman shit. That's pretty and, janky. Yeah. And it just goddamn thing would break constantly just because um, like I, the axle material was like really bad. So we ended up like JB welding it in there. I didn't put it <laughs> in the video because the video um, I didn't get the opportunity to do like my normal editing thing where I film and then edit. I had to just do it all there because of the time constraint and then edit it when I got back to uh, California. So that one was just like weird and frustrating. It was it was it was fun, though. Like, I'm glad I did it. Um, it was like an exercise in doing something that I don't usually do. But it was frustrating as fuck. Getting some pushback in the chat. Uh, they're they're nearly rioting right now. They want you to say the line. What line? They 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 need you to say Vsauce Michael here. <laughs> oh, I say that at some point, right? I say that at some point. He does he does a fucking he does an eyes up. He does Vsauce Michael here, and then it's it's in that cadence, and then he just transitions well to something else. <laughs> like he's like his mind is somewhere else. Like, it's just no life behind the eyes. Something else is on his mind. Well, I think we also have a, a creative prompts, don't we, Kevin? Because we do, I think we do need a sponsor for this episode. Yes, yes. We need, we need a sponsor. We need, uh, we like to ask our guests just a creative question to uh, put them on the spot a little bit. And uh, our question here to you is that, like, look, man, we, we don't have a sponsor right now for this episode. Eagle Brand Sardines is 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 hit, hitting some tough times with the COVID. Yeah. So they're not selling too they're not selling too many sardines these days. They pulled back on or their maybe they've sold budget, and we were the first to suffer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, so we need a sponsor for this episode, and and you can just come up with one right now and and do do an ad read for your sponsor for this episode of the Create Unknown. Uh. <laughs> Has anyone ever just like plugged themselves? <laughs> this video is sponsored by Michael Reeves' YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, this video has been sponsored by Piss Cup LTD. Finest Piss Cup metrics that you've ever fucking seen. Data reporting. They have uh, Piss Cup graphs. They have data visualization. This is the company I'm going to make. <laughs> yeah, you can be sponsored where by can, Piss Cup. <laughs> where can we go to find out more? <laughs> you go to Piss... Oh, no. <laughs> you can come to my house. <laughs> Any terrible URL that you try to make up almost certainly exists. <laughs> yeah, I actually have one that's my merch. It's called Piss Baby. Um, that was going to work, but I got the URL <laughs> pissbaby.art for my merchandise. So I was going to say that one. <laughs> and that's active enough? Oh, yeah. that's that's uh, It's like some dumb merch I made on stream. It's it's Yeah, that, pissbaby.art is alive and well. Sponsor so we that. do we do have an official sponsor for this episode. It is pissbaby.art. Yes. Yes. It's Track out your pee today. Oh, and it's linked in <laughs> the episode chat. Dan just popped it in. So everybody who's listening live can click that uh, in, in a bit when we're done. And check out the Michael Reeves shop. 
Yeah, buy oh, some yeah, merch. All, all right. It's all dumb. One more thing before we let you go. It's very important, Michael. Oh, no. Yeah. And it's, it, is, it is this question that we've been waiting over an hour to hear. What is your fursona? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Did he just he leave? left. Did he leave? <laughs> Hello? Oh, that's so weird. Did they cut out? Oh yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not I thought I, I thought you just crazy. like slammed the door on my face. That's crazy. What, what was the sense? That's crazy. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> that's what made it so funny. Dude, that's what, what made it so funny. What was the question? Um the que- the question is what is your fursona? <laughs> <laughs> he left again. <laughs> maybe maybe his maybe his fursona is uh, um Invisible. It's an invisible. I think. I think what he did qualifies as poggers. That is poggers. <laughs> I'm. I learned something today. <laughs> We've officially driven well, a guest off the show. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. That's crazy. Cut out again. <laughs> I know. I don't. It, yeah, it just. Weird. It just keeps cutting out. <laughs> I guess I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> yeah, it's really. cursed. Maybe I should just move on. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I uh, before we do let you go though, I, one thing I, I do want to ask is: is do you have a sword next to your bed? What is that behind you? Yeah. Is that a sword? Yeah. My my girlfriend keeps. <laughs> so he's walked away from the mic. All I heard was my girlfriend, and and now he's walking to a yeah. sword. It's a sword. It's huge. It's huge <laughs> you can cut things. You can hit things. It's a smashing tool. It's a slashing tool. It's a stabbing tool. You can do all kinds of stuff with that. It's like four feet long. That's for home defense. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. it's a castle doctrine it a state, thing? California. Not a lot of people know that, but as long as you use a sword, <laughs> it is castle doctrine. <laughs> yeah. Can't be guns, though. Oh, my gosh. Well... That's it. I have no more questions. <laughs> Michael, th- thank you so much yeah, for joining thanks us. Thanks for man. having me. It was a blast. I, I uh, can't wait for your next video. Like I said, best best stuff on YouTube. Go to M- Michael Reeves' channel, uh, his poorly organized channel page. You got to take care of that channel page, man. I like it how do it you, is. Do, do, <laughs> you can't even find your new video. I like it how it looks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go to uh, Michael Reeves' poorly uh, organized channel page and click on videos so that you can see his new videos. I recommend watching all of them at your earliest convenience. Um, we'll pop and all thanks the links to- in, and we'll put uh, one directly to the videos page <laughs> so you can <laughs> don't have to wade through the abomination. But yeah, we'll oh, yeah. put uh, all the links in. We'll do it to pissbaby.art. We'll do it to the YouTube channel. Uh, we'll do it to your Twitch as well. We'll make sure that uh, everything that anybody wants is down there and clickable. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yeah, thanks Absolutely. for having me on. I appreciate and, it. And uh, thanks again to all of our patrons. If you want to join us for our live recordings, just go to patreon.com slash thecreateunknown. Become a $2 tot, you know? You start there. Before you know it, you've slid into the dumpster crew. You're covered in garbage. Uh, it feels pretty good. It's nice and That's warm. You emerge enter the infantry you know you get a rifle and like a helmet and uh before you know it you're in the baby gang and you're just you're 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 smoking baby gang cigarettes and you got your leather jacket and your shades and 
you're you're fighting in alleyways with uh with giant prop swords like Michael has next to his bed. Oh, that's, that's a real sword. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> a real sword. Functions as a real sword. Yeah. But, but yeah, man, it's a pleasure. Thank you again so much. Yeah, thanks for having and, me. And uh, it was great. Until then, time. we'll see you, Space Cowboys. Thanks for listening to the Create Unknown. We'd like to thank everyone who makes this show happen, and especially our patrons. A very special shout out to our associate producing Baby Gang. Trev's Dead, Boromir, Bot Dogs, Cat, Conrad, James from the Upside Down, Jeff Davis, Patrick Pister, Baseweight, and to our ever vigilant infantry Jen Mafasanti, Kevin with an E Menard, Mikhail Steinke, Monsieur Chinchilla, Ryan Steer, Sean Malone, Triple Question Mark, and Monahan. And thanks also to our producer and editor, Ben Webster, and to our social media manager, Dan Yoshua. The Create Unknown is an unknown media production.